Well, welcome to the Speak With People podcast. My name is Jason Reitz, and I am joined by my co-host, Dennis Pellett. Hello, Dennis. Hey, Jason. Well, took you a little while to respond there, Dennis. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Well, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Well, we're so excited you're joining us today because that's what we're talking about. We're talking about bad communication habits that may prevent people from listening to us. Yes. So we're diving into that. Well, as if you've been a part of the Speak With People community for a while, you know this podcast exists because we believe words matter and healthy communication is oxygen for your relationships and your leadership. So whether you communicate one-on-one, -on, -one, on a team, from a stage, or from a screen, we hope that our time together today inspires you, encourages you, dare I say, challenges you to choose the healthy way to communicate. Because when you right. do, your world really does change. It certainly does. It certainly does. It well, certainly does. Today, words matter. We're, today we're diving into just some bad communication habits. Have you ever had someone break up with you like way before you were married and they said these words to you? It's not you. It's me. It's not you. It's me. Yes, as a matter of fact. Thank <laughs> I, you for bringing that up. I didn't mean to open it. was a long time ago, though. So. I just brought up a 25, 28-year-old okay. wound. Yeah. But here's the thing. Sometimes it is us, and we are actually the reason why people aren't listening to us. And so today, we're going to... We're going to dive into that. And so today's episode, just a little upfront warning, it does need a certain level of self-awareness and, you know, to be able to go, okay, I need to peek inside of my, my leadership, my communication, my soul, dare I say, and mm. go, okay, these are some areas that I do need to work on. Yeah. Yeah. But we all have people in our lives who, you know, they're, they, they just struggle, they struggle carrying on conversations with people and they wonder at times. Why is no one listening to me? Yeah. Do you have that one person that whenever they call, you're like, oh, no. You don't want to admit it. I know. I know. I know. You're better than me. No, 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 it's no. It's not one person. It's usually a handful. It's multiple, but there are people. And so some people, they have, they have two different decisions when it comes to that person. A, they can cut them out of their life and say, I'm not dealing with them because they're just too hard. Or B, they don't cut them out and they figure out, okay, this person obviously has some value and worth and can I help them figure out, you know, can I help them see that there are some of these bad communication habits in their life? Yeah. I, I also wonder if I am that person for other people. For sure. When I call or they go, for like, sure. oh no, not this guy again. The list that we're going to go over today, I mean, it's kind of derived from my journal. <laughs> yes. Dear journal, today I know I did this. Yeah, I know I yes. did this. I'm sorry, but I did that. Yeah. But sometimes, like, here's the reality: we all want to be heard. Like, we want people to listen when we speak. We want people to be moved by our words or to listen to our wisdom. And sometimes, maybe inadvertently, or maybe sometimes after a while, we don't even notice anymore. We put up these big, giant, bad communication barriers in our life. Yeah, and a lot of what we talk about, especially like today, is going to be stuff that we definitely know that we've learned. Puts up a barrier. We're, we're not the experts, but we definitely have done these things. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. Okay. Well, we're going to dive into some of these, oof, these <laughs> bad communication habits. So the first one, let's just dive right in. Uh, this person, the negative always outweighs the positive. Yeah. There. And we talked about this in a past podcast. We love to jump in on the negative sometimes. But sometimes, though, if you are the bearer of negativity all the time, 
it really does wear on people. Yeah, like, I mean, being that person that calls and you know that whenever you get that phone call, it's always going to be... Every time. Negative. Dennis, how you doing? Uh, everything is horrible again. The Why Eeyores of life. The Eeyores of life. <laughs> the Eeyores of life. And I, I get it. We all don't have, you know, bright, bubbly, positive, shiny personalities all the time. And I am very, very aware that we need to have times where, yes, our emotions you know, go up and down and it's okay at sometimes to be that person. But when it's constantly all the time, you've got to really do some self, uh, exploration. Yeah. And I think even whenever, like, I think we've said this in the past podcast that negativity breeds negativity. Negativity. And so sometimes you get in a circle of friends. It's not just one person, right? but you know that every time you get together with those people, if a specific topic comes up that it's going to be negative and so you have to figure out okay i don't necessarily want to be that negative person all the time so right. i've got to figure out okay let's find a positive in this yep. negative situation. and anything you ever share with them they just have to rain on your parade mm. you know oh my goodness this just happened yeah i can remember when that happened for me 18 years ago you know or whatever it right is, i sure know. wish i could right Oh, you always get to to do nothing ever fun happens to me. You know, the negativity just always outweighs the positivity. And that is that is tough. And so how can you find out if you're that kind of person? Oh, that's hard. That's hard. That takes a level of like self-awareness and, you know, emotional intelligence. But you may just have to ask the people closest to you. I need you to be 100 percent honest with me. Am I a negative person all the time? Mm. And just get ready if, in case their answer is yeah. yes. You got to find those people that are going to be honest. And when you do, we've talked about this before. Like, don't sit with your arms crossed as they're talking to you. You know, don't sit with your hand. Like, am no. I negative all the time? You better not say I'm negative. Better all the not time. say. No, I mean, you just you're going to have to ask the question. And then what I would do too is I would. Ooh, I'm going to use like a, like a. This is like an article you could find in the Harvard Business Review. Oh, boy. I would take – I would look at a week and I would do like a negativity assessment in your life, a little negativity journal, you know? Like just think through like throughout your day, you know, this happened to you. Did I immediately go to the negative response? Yeah. Okay, there was another one. Yeah. Uh, Or use the rubber band trick where you snap your – no, I'm just kidding. Don't do that. Oh, you're going to end (laughs) up with a well. Yeah. Yeah. Or you have somebody else – yeah. I mean, that's wives are good at that. Yeah. Or some people, they're just. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that negatively. I just meant, yeah. If you ask your wife, hey, I'm really working on this. I don't want to be negative all the time. Yep. Will you help me out? Yep. My wife would be very good at that. For years, Jason had a hard time controlling his inappropriateness with joking. I just love to make jokes and laughter. And so then I get around the right guys, and our jokes would be really, really bad. I'm laughing because you said that in the past tense. I know. It, ha- it doesn't happen anymore. It's gotten anymore. better? It totally has. Oh, okay. Oh, my Good. goodness. My my inappropriateness level is like, it's barely registering on any meters anymore. But what she would do is she'd grab like a chunk of leg hair and pull. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that joke was so funny. Was it worth it? Yeah. I don't know. But that's really the first one. The negative always outweighs the positive. So you don't have to be a like person who pretends negativity doesn't exist or low moments don't exist. But you you definitely got to balance it out and look for ways to find the positive even in those horrible situations. Right. And I think a lot of times when we are negative all the time, it's because we are looking for 
either empathy or we're looking for someone to agree with us or yes. we're looking for some kind of reaction or response. You want that connection with somebody. So yeah. there's a there are positive ways to get those same reactions and responses. So if if you're constantly if you think about this and you're like, "Hey, yeah, I am way too negative." Maybe you need to think, "Okay, well maybe I should try to be more positive." Yep. And I can probably get the same response from people by yep. being positive. Absolutely. Rather than negative. So bad communication habit number 1. The negative always outweighs the positive. Bad communication habit number two. You interrupt and talk over this. <laughs> Every time you try to get a word out of your mouth, someone interrupts you. Yes. They interrupt you. Yeah. Every time you talk. They do. They just try to interrupt <laughs> you. <laughs> As I was trying to oh do Oh, my goodness. Yes. This, this happens. I mean, we get so excited in the conversation, right? We want to like share what we're thinking. They say something that triggers something or something, you know, we're like, we got to tell our, and then we just interrupt all the time. And if you do that enough, the people closest to you, they'll pull back. So I think there is also a delayed interruption. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something out. So if Ooh. I say to you, Hey, how was your day? And I actually, you start talking about how your day was and I let you finish, but then I don't, res I don't even register that I heard what you said. I've already interrupted you in my brain without using my words. Right. I've already started thinking about what I'm going to say. So I didn't really care. Right. I think that's another way of interrupting people all the time. I mean, the, the talking over somebody, that's obvious. Right. But for me, at least, what I do is I zone out. So I've interrupted in my brain without actually interrupting. Yep. And so then then the poor person that's communicating with you is like, well, why did you ask me how my day went if you didn't even care? Right. Because you just wanted to go to something else. Right. Um, so I think, you know, that whole thing of interrupting, you know, you got to not interrupt inside of your head. Right. As well as with right. your mouth. You got to be ready. As we were talking about this before, Christy brought up a great point on this one is when we uh, always put people on hold. Like we're having a conversation and instead of like interrupting them or whatever, we interrupt the conversation because we're like, oh, I'm getting a text. Oh, wait a minute. I got to take this or, oh, I got to go do this. Or someone comes in and you're like, I got to go talk to them, hmm. you know? And so a little different take on it, but that as well gets to the point where you're like, okay, that's probably why people aren't listening. Right. Because you're not giving them you're your not fully engaged, your full and undivided attention. Mm -hmm. So bad communication habit number one: negative always outweighs the positive. Bad communication habit number two: you interrupt, you talk over them. Uh, <laughs> number three: uh, sometimes maybe you lead with some of these phrases, and some of these phrases could be, you know, pain points for people, or they could be like little shots across the bow. You know, or little daggers to, okay. to just really interrupt the conversation. So there are phrases. There are some phrases. Uh, so maybe a phrase like, you know, you stop them after they finish and you say, actually, you're wrong. But you say in a tone that puts them against the ropes, you know, right away. Yeah. And so, um, I mean, doing that in itself, you know, I remember I sent uh, something to somebody once and they're like, why did you send that to me? And I, it was, you know, it, it was not a, I was like, I thought it was a cool thing. I thought of you, let's do that. They didn't mean it in that tone, but you just got to protect, you got to, you got to protect your tone sometimes. Right. Yeah. Actually, you're wrong. Yeah. I would say that sometimes I, I would use the, the, there's another one. It's like, it's just the, 
Yes. You know, yes. like that's not even really a phrase. That's just a noise. If you do that enough to people, they're like, well, I'm not going to share any ideas with you. Yeah, like, uh, uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. It's a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think another one is, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you lead everything with, I'm sorry. I get called out a lot by people closest to me that you're like, man, you apologize so much. And I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to apologize <laughs> so much. But sometimes in our conversations, if, you know, we always lead with, I'm sorry, you know, and it's not like, I'm sorry you're going through this. It's like, you know. I hate to ask you this, or I hate to tell you this. Yes. Or or I know you're really busy. I know you got so many things on your plate. I know you probably can't help me. I know. So we start to manipulate people with our words. Right. Yeah. You know, I'm sorry for even asking. Yeah. Well, if, if you're close. I think another phrase is, don't take this the wrong way. <laughs> right? I just posted on my on my Facebook page, Phil Cook, amazing amazing leader. If you've never checked out his website, philcook.com, two O's, K-E.com. He's just incredible. But he just had this quote on his. Like, don't take this wrong way. Has a 100% success rate at people taking it the wrong way. Yes. Because initially you're like, like you're you're put up against the ropes. Yeah, you're like, like what is this person going to say? Yeah. Like, how can I? Okay. Now, I try to do it in like a jackassery type of way sometimes. Because I'm like, don't take this the wrong way. But my goodness, do you look good today? You know, uh, I just try to be goofy with it. But you're right. I mean, that phrase, man, people can be like, oh, nothing yeah. like. Yeah. Like, and I do that all the time. I just said that to you guys off camera. Like, I I got a negative way of saying, you know, hey, I don't really want to make this sound as harsh as it's going to sound, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> and it's it ends up being harsh, you know? It ends up being it's, harsh. It's the lazy way out. Yeah. It's the lazy way out. Don't take this the wrong way, but I'm just going to be super blunt with you is probably the lazy way to because I yes. don't take the time to think about how I could say it in a more appropriate way. I just say, you know, I'm just going to. Right. You know. And then we use that as like a badge of honor. Well, mm. I just speak the truth. Yeah. I just tell it how it is. Well, how do you how do you tell it how it is? You tell it how you think it is. But that's not yeah. that's not how it is for everybody. That's not the truth for everyone. Right. Yeah. You know, I mean it's like, okay, our our word isn't law, you know, and we've got to be able to have that self awareness in the in the EQ to be able to go, okay, there's there's probably a better way. One of these other phrases, um <laughs> uh, with all due respect. Yeah. With all due respect. I mean, that's just like I'm just setting you up because I'm about to slap you. So I've been in some meetings. Ooh. Where that that phrase gets thrown around a lot, and, and usually they're larger meetings, and the people don't really know each other all that well, and it's in like a, a situation where the people are, you know, more formal than just me and you. Like I could yep. say with all due, I would never say with, with all due respect. To but you. we know each other well. But enough with all I'm... due respect, in a like formal meeting where it's like a committee talking about this and that and that and that. But they say with all due respect, and then they just blast the person yeah. that they're going to be talking with. And I'm like, hmm, I'm not really sure we really meant that yeah. with all due respect. Yeah. He's like, no, that wasn't very respectful at all. The really difficult thing for me, and this podcast we try to steer away from politics. Actually, though, at some point, I would like to do a podcast about how people from different political places can still be friends and still be, you oh, know, yeah. I mean, some of my closest friends actually ha have the most opposite political views 
And I'm like, how are we friends? Well, because that friendship can can do that. But lately, I don't know. I, I get so disappointed, and this is where I'm going to be negative. I get so down when I watch any type of anything political because I it's just like a pure it's like a pure uh, speak at people convention. Mm. It doesn't matter if they're Republican, Democrat, Independent, Libertarian, this or that. I mean, it's just sometimes it's in, within the same party within this. They're just saying such horribly often awful things to each other. They're calling and they're just and it, it's just it's just a it's a. It's a uh, level and depth of negativity that it it it, it just a, like mm. it's like a feeling of hopelessness. I, I had to turn it off the other day because I was just watching this you know congressional hearing or whatever, and I'm like, they they did all of these things. They over talk. They talk on top of each other. They mm. say horrible things to each other. They even the people they're interviewing. I'm like, this is is this where our society is going? You know, like is right. this is this the right thing to do? Our political candidates now just rip into and say horrible things. I'm like, Oh, like how, how, how do we get to this place? And so right. I know it's a little rabbit trail with, with the phrase with all due respect, but you know, I'll still hear that at times. And I'm like, Oh, like how can, that's not the path that is the healthy way. Well, again, it's, it's lazy. It's lazy because instead of putting in the work to communicate with somebody, you say, you try to like just blanket cover it with this, this phrase that you think, okay, this phrase gives me liberty to say whatever I feel like saying without taking into any account any of the right. feelings that that person has, right. any of the thoughts that they've had, anything that they've really worked hard towards. I don't, I don't have to take into any of that into account if I say with all due respect. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Or uh, when I learn this phrase, well, bless your heart. Yes. Well, bless your heart. Bless your heart has a very ulterior motive, meaning (laughs) it can be. There could be some sweetness to it. Well, bless your heart. Yeah. I think it's uh, become kind of a funny thing, you know, to me, at least. For sure. When we say it in our family, it's really, we're not really trying to bless somebody's heart. We know we do not agree with that person. Well, bless your heart, you silly son of a gun. Yeah. 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 If somebody says that to me, I probably think they're being sarcastic. I think the first time I can truly remember something saying that to me was in a, my first Waffle House experience. <laughs> uh, I heard about Waffle House. You know, I'm from Michigan, right? We don't have Waffle House in Michigan. Right. You know, Waffle House is not something you're going to go to. And then finally I'm down south and I'm like, <gasps> there is a southern delicacy that I need to try and it's called Waffle House. Mm. And I went in the Waffle House and whew, I needed like a scraper just to kind of scrape off the table as, you well, know, you slid in. You your slid table into it from the grease, and you slide into the table. Then you put your hands on the table, and it's like, yeah, sticks up. And yeah, I remember sitting at the table having this big like I was trying to get my waitress to like engage with us. So it's my my first time. I'm a Waffle House first timer, and she looked at me with that look, and she's like, "Well, bless your heart, sweetie." <laughs> like she left, and then the person I was with, who's from that area, was like. I don't think she was really like, <laughs> she was kind of making fun of me. Uh, one other phrase. Uh, this is the person who always says, well, that happened to me, but this is how it happened to me. So every single conversation, they have to one up your conversation mm-hmm. by telling their version of that story. Yeah. They have that like, well, I have a story about that. I mean, that's, right. that's the way people are. It's like, right. oh yeah, well, let me tell you about my, st- when you're, when you're speaking, you don't really want to hear their story. Exactly. You, exactly. You were trying to tell your story. You're trying to tell your story. And they do the Brian Regan thing. If you've never heard of Brian Regan, incredible comedian. Uh, have you heard of Brian Regan? No. Oh, you need to is. Google Brian Regan. 
he's hilariously funny hilariously funny okay but he has this you know the one up guy he's like you're at a party and you tell somebody oh man yesterday was rough i had this root canal and they're like oh i had three root canals right you know and they have to like minimize your story to maximize their story right maybe that's why people are not listening to you Mm -hmm. and so this is like this is like a level of surgery that's really intense because it's a deep personal things. Like it's easy to go get like your rotator cuff, you know, fixed. This is the kind of thing where you got to like peer inside of your heart and soul and go, am I the reason why people aren't listening to me? Right. And I think, it's, I think sometimes it's like, it's easy to do these things again. Uh, I keep harping on the laziness, but I think it's easy to do stuff like that because we don't normally know what to say. Right. We don't know the positive way to, to do these things. Right. Like you're telling me a story about needing a root canal my response should not be that I have gotten three root canals. It should probably be something that helps them help story helps them understand that I understand. Right. And that I right. man, can I do anything for you? You need some Tylenol. I don't know. This is why <laughs> But we don't know the answer. Absolutely. So and we got we always feel like we have to say something. Right. So our our Because we're so uncomfortable with silence. Yeah, yeah. Oh. This is why as as human beings we all need to invest a little time and energy into our communication, e even even as simple as this. I've talked about her before in the past. I wish I could be a Vanessa Van Edwards affiliate, affiliate marketer. But she asks like great questions. She says, instead of asking, how are you? Or, or what did you do today? Ask questions like, what was the highlight of your day? Mm -hmm. What personal passion project are you working on right now? Like, oh man, that's so much, so much better than like, how's your day? Right. You know, or has anything exciting happening in your life? You know, like, are you about to experience anything incredible? Are you planning for something amazing? Ask those type of questions. I think it goes in the same line of you saying you were lazy in this communication sometimes. Like, you know, there's, there's a difference. I, I have a, a friend who they, if they get a whiff that, a new person in their life is just a remotely, even a little different from them. They're like, nah, I don't have time for that. Like, this is the only type of people I connect with. They're too much work. I, I just have always taken, I get it at some point, like if people have hurt you and you got to create boundaries, I, I get that level of, uh -huh. of hurt. But like every single human being has been created and given their own DNA and image. They all have something beautiful to bring to this planet. And I think the more that we can learn how to communicate with all of these different types of people, people are going to listen to us. And so people aren't listening to you in your household. If your spouse isn't listening to you, if your kids aren't listening to you, if your neighbors, if you go to work and you feel like nobody's listening to me, like I had that idea seven times, <laughs> maybe it's because you need to ask you know, some of these questions. A am I someone who the negative always outweighs the positive? Am I... Someone who interrupts and talks over people. And do I lead with these phrases? Right. You know, and I start looking. And I think I think the last one will do. And and this is a tough one for me especially. But everything is a joke to you. Everything is a joke to you. And I don't think I'm mm -hmm. like like to that level where everything is a joke to me. But I do like to laugh. I do like to be, you know, someone who laughs. But if you're in a conversation with someone and they're starting to tell you something serious and you make a joke about it. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Ooh. That's Yeah, I often have to bite my tongue because I want to interject. Yes. Because usually when it's heavy, 
I'm like, okay, I got to bring some levity to this situation Absolutely. real quick. Absolutely. But I know that I probably shouldn't because then we'll never get to the actual Absolutely. problem or the root. Well, and here's, I'm proud. I'm proud to, I mean, I'm going to brag a little bit, but I'm like six months removed from being a heavy, that's what she said commenter. Like it's been six months. Congratulations. I, I need like, you know, like a coin or a chip or, you know, a trophy or something, but it was so bad. <laughs> I can't look over at Christy. She's cracking up. It was so bad that I made, and Christy sat in meetings with me when I made that. So she said jokes like at like the most <laughs> inopportune, ridiculous time. And, you know, it Pro was, it was funny. I'll give you that. Like it was well, cre it was creative. It was well thought through. It was very funny, but it just wasn't appropriate. It wasn't the right timing for it. Yeah. There's a time and a place there's for everything. There's a time and a place. Yeah. There's a time and a place. And so if, if you turn everything into a joke, your your point to like, yeah, bringing some, you know, brevity to it, bringing some life, we've got to do those moments. Mm. But if it, if it's, if everything that the person is telling us we're turning into a joke, mm -hmm. then you got to, you got to do that. So I think, I think that's the, one of the things that, you know, we talk about laughter a lot on the podcast, talk about it, you know, when we're talking about the pathway, we talk about it. When we had the podcast with Mike Goodwin, we we're talking about laughter right. and comedy and how we're trying to use it to make a connection. But at the same time, we we have to know that it's a tool right. in the toolbox. Yes. It's what we're what are we actually trying to accomplish with that conversation? Yes. If the conversation is I'm trying to sell you a house, then I don't necessarily need to like always be making a joke. Or if it's, hey, I'm gonna, you know, how can I how can I help you with this problem that you have? Yep. Then I, I probably, if you're going to tell me a problem, I probably shouldn't make light of it. Right. And be like, oh, well, because then you'll never come back to me. Right. To tell me about your problem. Right. You go find somebody who, somebody else. who takes it seriously and, and actually helps you figure out how to, you know, resolve that problem. So, yeah. So these are, tool. so if people aren't listening to you, if you feel like, man, no one has ever, maybe just maybe it's you. Like maybe, maybe it's not. Maybe there's some situations where, you know, someone broke up with you and they say, oh, it's really me. It's not you. This could be that situation where it's you. And so you might need to sit down with the people closest to you and just say, Hey, let's just, let's just, let's just have a heart to heart here. Am I someone who uses these bad communication mm. habits? Like, let's just be honest and then create a plan then for you to improve upon those, mm -hmm. you know, and then look for every situation. There's always going to be moments in our leadership where we're going, okay, that's not the strongest part. That's weak. I've got to improve the weakest part. Right. And so this could be your moment. This could be the time for you to figure out, okay, I've got to make some of these changes because especially if you have big dreams or aspirations as a leader, if you want to build an online platform, if you want that next promotion at work, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll take it to a, a deep emotional level. Uh, if you want to be someone who, you know, someday at your funeral, people stand up and say, oh my goodness, this person spoke life into me. If you, mm. if you want your kids to get up and tell the incredible stories, you got to address some of these kind of things. Right. Because our words really do matter. People don't, people don't put anywhere near enough weight into the power of their words because they just think they're words. They just, it, the, our words are not Snapchat. Our words don't, we don't snap it and then it disappears. Like, yeah, I that think right? that's correct. I did. I'm not even on Snapchat, so I don't know. Our words 
have so much weight to them. And when we speak them into other people, they can either lift them up or tear them down. Yeah. And, you know, I think there's a lot of, a lot of negativity already in the world. And so when we do not take, you know, when we don't take into account the negative things that we are doing in our communication skills, yes, people already aren't feeling heard, period. Even if you're a great communicator, yes, people don't feel like they're heard. So whenever you start putting these barriers up, then you're messing it up even more. And so what you're communicating to them is that they don't matter. Right. And everybody matters. Everyone matters. And everybody's story matters. Yes. And so let's all do kind of a, a self-evaluation of what am I doing that is making people not listen to me. Yes. And this is the hard stuff of leadership in life. Like this is not easy. It's easy just to go, you know what? Forget them. I'm going to go, you know, do my own thing. But you, if, if you want to be someone who really does value healthy communication, and you grow your leadership to the point where people are listening to you and they're following you. This is important work. This is important work. Well, I love this conversation. It's tough to talk about these things, but I hope this helped you as you figure out some of those bad communication. I'm curious though, what did we forget? Could you leave them in the comments? Could you put them in the comments? Could you, are there some bad communication habits that you would say, oh, here, here are some of those. That would be absolutely huge. Yeah. Be huge. Well, thanks again for joining us today on the Speak With People podcast. It has been such a joy. So whether uh, you communicate one-on-one, on a team, from a stage, or from a screen, we really do believe words matter and that our word, uh, healthy communication is oxygen for relationship and leadership. So we hope that your our time today, it really did encourage you to change those bad communication habits. I want to thank you again for being a part of the Speak With People community. What does that mean? One, it means that you're following along on social media. So thank you for every like, every comment, you know, every engagement that you you do. Number two, are you a part of the Speak With People community on Facebook? There is a Facebook group. If you just search Facebook for Speak With People Facebook group, you'll find it. And we're posting multiple times a week. We're curating information. We're, you know, we're brainstorming together, putting videos in there. It's just a, it's a helpful group and community. We'd love for you to be a part of that. And then three, would you just be someone who shares this podcast? If this, if you think this would be helpful to someone, share the reels, share the, the podcast links on your social media, text them to people. And that would be absolutely huge. So thank you again for joining us. Thank you, Dennis, as always for being my co-host. For sure. Looking forward to next week. And we can't wait for what is ahead. We'll see you. Bye.